Mackenzie Schofield uh, is with me to talk about Harry and Meghan again and the crash and where we are with uh, all of that. Um, uh, good evening to you. It's lovely to talk to you, Kinsey. Just to sort of put people in the picture again, I mean, I'm still quite confused, and that's why I'm delighted that you're on with us, that, you know, the 17th of May, uh, Prince Harry's spokesman said he and his wife, Meghan, as well as her mother, were in this near catastrophic car chase the paparazzi new york everything then we've heard they were getting into other cars and then they were doing this then they were doing that we don't know exactly where we are on anything you will do though what is the exact story as we are now saturday evening in the uk Hi, Mark. Yeah, you're absolutely right. On the 17th here in the States, it was absolute hysteria. I remember phone call after phone call from media outlets wanting to cover the story. And one specifically that just really got under my skin was um, a, a, an outlet that said, we've put together a package on Princess Diana's crash and we'd like to have you on the tail end. Oh, my gosh. In no way, shape, or form is this comparable to the death of, you know, the very beloved Princess Diana, Harry and Meghan. You know, Diana was going from point A to point B that night that we tragically lost her. Harry and Meghan driving around aimlessly for hours, Mark, mm. because they didn't want the photographers to know what private residence they were staying at. A completely different scenario. Stubbornness, Mark, you know, and to switch cars multiple times, which Diana also did at the last minute, which proved to be, you know, it, it, some would argue proved to be part of the reason why she passed. Yeah. Um, uh, that uh, a car that nobody had had, had checked and, and had had issues recently. Um, you know, I think that it, it's all a, a bit silly. I think at the end of the day, we're sitting back, like you said, three days later, going absolutely exaggerated, um, over the top claims. Uh, you know, rarely do the paparazzi or photography agents mm -hmm. respond. They responded aggressively, saying, not only is it not true, Harry's SUV driver was the one that was the most aggressive on the roads, why the police intervened. And in regards to Harry and Meghan, then demand any photographs or video taken of them that evening they said look you're no longer in your kingdom prince harry uh you do not have the right to demand anything of us here in in america we actually own the right to content that we take and if you want to play king or prince or whatever you're gonna have to go back home so a, a really aggressive pushback yeah. from the photography agency NYPD who says, hey, we did help them. And guess what? They got there safely. And, you know, the mayor of New York who said there's no way to have a high speed chase throughout the streets of New York City. No, I mean, and uh, you, you put it so well there. I mean, the bit, you know, they left the SUV, they get into a yellow cab. Was the, I want to know if the fare was running. I mean, how much does that cost them? I think it was $17 and they tipped him $50. <laughs> but, you know, that they're you know, what you believe yourself, they're, in a sad way, they're playing out something that they feel might happen to them. And uh, uh, that doesn't sound good to me. Mentally, yeah, you're, you're right. Mentally, is this is this a little off? I think that Meghan and Harry, I don't know if you tortured yourself through the six hours of their Netflix special. I hope to God you were a bigger person than I. But they, they really stretched throughout the six hours of their Netflix special and tried mm. to make it sound like Meghan was the second coming of Princess Diana. Mm. Harry stresses it to us while showing us pictures of Meghan like dancing around a photo of Diana with the baby who's like touching the photo. It's very 
I want to say morbid. Um, so I, I do think that there is an element of them trying really hard to um, associate mm. themselves with Harry's mother. Uh, Harry's trying to prove a point because his court case isn't going that great over in the UK. He's trying to yeah. prove that he is special and needs to be protected because he's so very special. But the facts, you know, don't line up. That evening, they were with one of Obama's security, former security guards. That He's like the Houdini mm. of security because his clients always slip out the back and everybody wonders where they went and how they got out without having their photo taken. Yet it was Harry and Meghan that insisted on being papped and photographed as they exited this event. They didn't yeah. want to go out the back. You know, so it's just these things aren't uh, adding up. They, they could have stayed at a hotel that had a back entrance. They didn't have to stay at a private restaurant residents the plan wasn't there the blame is truly on prince harry if you ask me yes i encourage you to protect your family i think it's admirable mm -hmm. that you've taken that upon yourself do a better job don't blame everybody else including the entire city of new york who's just not having so it. Uh, two things that uh, i think through what you're saying that, that sort of I, I i feel that you make such a good point about it I think that the difficulty for Harry is he's never had to do anything for himself. You said it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a man that just learned how to pay his own phone bill three years ago, Mark. Yeah. He, he was he was a completely taken care of up until three years ago. One thing, though, that I do um, that does resonate from me is uh, I lost my uh, mum when I was in my teenage years and I had a brother and sister who were younger than I was. And there are bits of all of this that I think have 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 still not completely been laid, to, well, to have been sorted in many ways. And I still think that he needs he needs to sit down with somebody properly in the states. And you, you'll have people out there that can help the two of them, without her having to get in his ear or goad him on or everything. They 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 nearly need to go to a counselling session together so that she understands the problems deep seated in his brain to even think of things like this that happened this week. You're absolutely right. And, um, you know, we do know that Harry is trying to get some help out here in the States. In fact, I believe it was the Telegraph that reported this week that he spends a significant amount of time away from home. He spends a lot of time in Beverly Hills um, doing a Barry's boot camp and then stays at a hotel out here. There's a hotel he stays at in the Santa Barbara area when he needs an escape. Mm -hmm. So we do get a sense that while they are happily married, um, they do take time away from each other which i think is probably pretty crucial because i think it's like gasoline on an open flame <laughs> they really encourage each other and rile each other up and i think you know i will be fair at the on, around the same time that this was happening the other night there was a 29 year old male that was arrested outside of their home in montecito kind of kicking around and poking around mm. so harry had got to have you know i'm sure harry was going i'm overwhelmed i cannot control anything on the west coast or the east coast how do i protect my family but they do i think encourage each other and rile each other up and in a really toxic way the trouble is, and you'll know this in all parts of your excellent reporting as well and writing and, and what have you, is that uh, here is a couple that want to be on every front page, who want to be on every TV station, who still want this fame, this game, that is only going to end 
it's sort of nearly repeating itself that it's only going to end in a, in a bad way because, as you say, people lurking around outside. Who knows next time? There might be some, some nutter who decides, I'm going to follow them. I know it's them. You just never know. And this is, this is the problem. They've got to calm down. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best advice ever. Um, and I, I do think that somebody needs to advise them and tell them that they need to have realistic expectations. You can't control the media. You can't release a book full of other people's secrets. You can't do six hours of Netflix talking about other people's secrets and then say, I, I don't want to have my picture taken. You know, you're either in the game or you're out of the game, but you can't be half in, half out the same way the queen told Harry, you can't be half in, half out. You're either a Hollywood celebrity mm. or you go and you live off the grid and you raise your family and you grow your own vegetables and you stay out of the limelight. But, but it is funny to me, Mark, how Megan doesn't, necessarily leave the house unless she's accepting an award. I mean, every time I feel like I'm talking about, well, remember when we saw her over here? Remember when we saw her over here? She's always just showing up somewhere to grab a plastic trophy. So it is, it's interesting to me that that they have tried to create this life for themselves where all they're doing is getting pats on yeah. the back, where they show up and have their photo taken by one photographer. There was only one photographer allowed in that event, Mark. So of course the paparazzi is gonna be all stirred up. They're, mm. uh, they're angry that they, they're not getting the shot. It's just this one guy. Mm. And um, you know they're trying to control everything too much around them. And that's just not the reality of being a celebrity. Well, I'm, I'm very lucky that I come to the States uh, quite a lot with my family and there is nothing better than being in the bar at the uh, the back of a Whole Foods uh, shop on the uh, west coast uh, sitting talking to people that'll tell you one thing about what they think about the UK and then on the other side of things I go to Williamsburg quite a lot and you go to a golf club there and what they were talking to me last time I was there last uh, um, autumn or fall as you would say was uh, with my wife and I was that uh, they all hated Camilla at that stage how is how is she showing up now she's queen they didn't like her at all yeah you know I think that there has been a lot of PR done in the UK that has helped with Camilla's image and that same PR really did not trinkle over here to the states <laughs> on top of it you've got the crown that is revisiting the worst part of of the king and queen's life, you know, those 80s and 90s Diana years where you've got the Rottweiler and, you know, all of just the, the backstabbing that went on throughout the media, secret phone calls recorded. That's being revisited right here, right now in the States, thanks to, thanks to the crown. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot, you know, forgiveness, time heals all wounds, yes. But for a lot of people, especially that younger demo, they're just now seeing some of this stuff for the first time and, and, and it's, you know, they're, it's not sitting well with them. I think ultimately she will be accepted and respected over time. But like I said, I, I feel like it, some of those stories are too fresh thanks to Hollywood. Well, it, it feels a bit like Hollywood near where I live in England because I'm a mile from Burley House, which is where they are actually filming the uh, series of The Crown. And uh, uh, that is fascinating to see some of these people walking around the area and, and what have you without any of anybody obviously telling us exactly what's going to happen next, although we know what's yeah. going to happen next, which uh, is funny with that. Um, just on the, on the whole thing, though, uh, w when it comes to it at the moment, the two that can do no wrong, of course, are uh, Prince William and Kate. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm very uh, distraught over this because I completely agree with you. I love William and Catherine, but it seems to me that H Hollywood are taking swipes at Catherine now. Mm -hmm. You've got the Little Mermaid <laughs> with this Diana. No, my name's not Diana. Catherine. Oh, no, she's offended that you called her Catherine. And now you've got, I think it's called Citadel. This is Meghan Markle's Friends new show on Amazon Prime, uh -huh. making some sexual joke about, you know, Catherine, the Princess of Wales. Um, it is interesting to me because I don't think before Meghan and Harry that Hollywood would have ever disrespected Catherine. Catherine's not a, a you know, a, a Prince Charles, and I'm no. saying Prince Charles because I know as king he's a completely different human, but as Prince yeah. Charles he got himself into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Catherine is not like that. She is truly a saint. I mean, I, I would, I bet she's never even burped in her life. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm being dramatic, but she's just such a, a, a an exquisite human being and i feel like harry and megan have given people permission to poke fun at her and william and I, i'm i'm upset over this mark obviously it's something i'm trying to work through because this is the first time i'm talking about it but yes absolutely exquisite yeah i love them but i am seeing my own town here in la start to poke fun at them and i'm, I'm not too thrilled about I it i just i mean that i mean i i i do hope one day that uh, uh william and catherine or kate do come out to see Harry again, to see their their uh, nephews and nieces and, and and what have you. Because I still think that the one person that has got to learn a little bit more about being a part of a royal family, if you want to be, is obviously Meghan. She's got to show just the class that Kate is showing right now, and a lot of people would forgive her quite a lot in the future. I think you're right, because a lot of, you know, if you watch the Oprah interview, Megan said, you know, nobody taught me anything. I had to Google things. And, you know, we just heard Catherine Ask. the Princess... Yeah, we heard pa Catherine, the Princess of Wales, say on Tuesday, I learned something new every day about being a royal. You know, so it's... Catherine is in it for the long haul. She was in it for the ride. She takes things upon herself and, you know, she's just dedicated, committed and so eloquent in the way she executes everything. And so I think you're right. I think Megan's attitude of, oh, oh, my God, I had to Google the national anthem. That turned a lot of people off. Tough, tough job having to work the Google machine. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It's been absolutely a uh, delight to speak to you, Kinsey. And uh, uh, send my love to Hollywood. And thank you very much indeed for joining us here on Talk TV.